The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 under 30 media, Luminary Griffin McElroy. Um, I have recently returned from a vacation um, on which, uh, during which, yes, within which, I listened to uh, three different Hercule Poirot novels. Mm, now we he is of course everyone's favorite Belgian philosopher Belgian philosopher. Uh-huh. I I don't want to derail you Travis, but being deeply into Poirot was sort of my thing. No, yeah. no, no, Justin, I, I don't get it twisted. I'm not about to claim that. But I have been inspired by the Poirot novels and also uh Sherlock Holmes stories I've listened to. I would like to to bring back a word um, in its original meaning. Oh. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me hold my breath here just to <gasps> kind of brace myself for okay. Twitter. Okay, I already said go ahead. ejaculated. Okay. Uh, um, let's put it right back, and then let's put it right back in the They use it a lot in the books to say, like, my God, I ejaculated. And Okay. Um, I, I think that I would like to bring that back. So, like, if I was telling a story and I said, like, I was walking down the street and I saw my friend... Hey Todd, I ejaculated. Yeah, this is not a critic podcast. We've ne- we're never we've never been critical of one thing mm-hmm. this entire time, except juggling the juggling arts. And I don't know that we possess the critical faculties required to sort of dissect the original artist intent. And so, if it's like Sherlock Holmes uh, shouted. Get back here with my uh, with my soup, Doctor Watson. He ejaculated. How are we to know that he wasn't coming while he was mm-hmm. like trying to get his soup back yeah. from that squirrely Doctor Watson? I leaned out the window. I ejaculated. Get back here. Yeah, maybe yeah. It was Sherlock Holmes is just nasty, just blasting one out the windows of two twenty one B Baker Street. Maybe well, I'd like to say. I, I would like you both to try. Maybe tell a story and try to use it within the story. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I, my, I, do you have one, Griffin? Do yeah, you want starter? Yeah, sure. I was watching really hot stuff, and and then you heard, I ejaculated, I ejaculated. <laughs> that's no, pretty that's, good. That was really good. Uh, okay, here's my story. One day, my dumb middle brother tried to make ejaculated a thing. Mm-hmm. Several days before that, I was at Margaritaville. See, this is what I thought. This is what I wanted the introduction to be. I thought we were going to have a deep Margaritaville exploration. Work it in. No, I did. I already worked it in. Just just ejaculate it right into the podcast. Right. My my brother tried to make the word ejaculated come back. Uh Come back. Nice. It's a comeback. Uh, uh, God. Um, God, we're all dads. We're all adults. I want to talk about Margaritaville. But I do want to say another weird quirk of language in Agatha Christie books is that she will often say a minute or two when I have to assume she means a moment or two. Because there's a lot of instances of people being like, so uh, in any way, Poro, that's how my dad died. And it said, and. Poro paused for a minute or two and then replied, that would be so fucking yeah. crazy to think about Poro just like barreling them for two minutes straight. Just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's, okay. a, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's the character, not the author. She also refers to mustaches as individual mustaches. Yeah. Like, these are my mustaches. They're very luxuriant. Um. So, Justin, <sighs> how's, how's James? So I rolled up. This is true. The exact same back on Myrtle Beach, exact same uh, Margaritaville that Mecca. brought me so much torment. The, pi- the round the pilgrimage. <laughs> Got back there. Good news. It's a little bit more off season. A mm. little bit rainy. 
Still had to wait 35 stone cold minutes to get into JB's place. Yeah. You would think I'd get on some sort of preferential treatment list, but there was no Joe's Crab Shack for me this time. We went straight there and then just went to the beef jerky store and the wine store that's right across the street. Had a wine slushy. It was delicious. Oh, I, I was with Justin. I should make that clear. Travis was with me. Uh, so we go in, we finally get the thumbs up. Come on in, J-Man. The water's fine. <laughs> and here, it was more amazing than I, okay, so when you first walk in, here's what I literally saw when I first walked into Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. A giant, her, like, tornado, cyclonic cloud. And I, when I say giant, I mean, like, 20 feet across, huge sculpture of a cyclonic cyclonic cloud with like flip-flops and shark fins emanating from it, spinning wildly. I'm scared. I'm scared of this. This is it's a scary vision. That does not put me in a chill headspace for uh, a restaurant. But wait, wait for as the an upended as an upended bottle of a giant upended bottle of uh Margaritaville brand. Uh, uh, tequila dumped into a 15 foot tall blender while a woman clad all in pink and on stilts humped the the blender as she shouted I love margaritas Whoa. as the song Margaritaville played and the cyclonic clouds spun and uh, there was a fake weather report about a hurricane party headed for Myrtle Beach that I thought was in poor taste. Yeah, really poor I'm taste, maybe a bit. Pre-programmed. Did, was, it, was, was this a real woman or a statue of a woman? Humping? No, it's a real no, woman. This is a real woman <sighs> who's doing some she balloon went, animals for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> she took breaks from humping the giant she blender. Balloons are to for make kids. balloon animals for the kids. The blender sex acts are for adults. Only. Now, Griffin, I texted you a picture of this happening, so I know that you know I'm not lying about it. You texted me some pictures. I don't think that I, I guess, digested them enough. I guess I didn't really yeah, they, pour, pour over them. There's a lot visually to process, Wow, heck, heck, I, you're I, not joking. There yeah, she there's is. there's a woman on, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. I'll put that on social media or something. Kind of took a, took a break off the social media. Uh, uh, did get a huge drink called a five o'clock somewhere that tasted like turpentine and raspberries Mm. in a blender cup that I brought home with me to savor the experience. Uh, I bought a, uh, it was raining so bad when I, after we left the restaurant that I had to go back into the gift shop and buy a $27 Margaritaville branded umbrella. uh, How'd that hold up? How'd that protect you from the elements? Uh, It was fine. Travis and I had to huddle Underneath one Margaritaville brand umbrella, as we made our way back to our car to pick up our families, um, not a, a lot of weird tunes that weren't necessarily J. You think um, you would think it would be all Jimmy Buffett music all the time, and a couple of people at our table remarked that like, "Hey, they aren't playing Jimmy Buffett music constantly. Why do you think that is?" And my assumption is that people work there and they don't want to go insane. <laughs> because I would assume I would assume well, at be- the beginning it was all J music, and they just went like clinically chill like so almost terminally chill would be my my fear there so there was some some kenny chesney in the mix i think some labouche which was an odd odd choice um anyway the uh all the food was great very uh, uh, you paid a premium price for it um the waiter waiter was was chipper and very businesslike not not very chill i thought but that's fine because speed is of the essence when uh, I'm waiting for my five o'clock somewhere to be delivered to the table. Um, but it was a uh, it was everything I could have hoped for. JB didn't come out huh. of the, that we know yeah. of. Well, he's busy he in the in kitchen his... cooking up cooking up all the bad food. <clears throat> he was the food was <laughs> great. great. Food was great. And it was, I'm assuming one of his disguises uh, he was employing because he mm. likes to watch people really enjoy it. Now, I did find an old man wearing a large hat that I told my daughter Charlie was Jimmy Buffett, which she then loudly started pointing at him and telling everyone at the table who would listen that there was Jimmy Buffett, that she had found him. I don't know if he noticed this uh, fun prank that I played on this elderly gentleman. Um, 
I would also, I would, I, I would say that uh, yes, Margaritaville was was a highlight. We also had another dining experience uh, at a local eatery known as Pirates Voyage. Um, yes, and and I realized two things. One, it, it was an incredible show with stunts, thrills, chills, and original music by Dolly. Original music by Dolly Parton. Correct. Wait, what? Yes. You heard me. She did the OST for this pirate-themed restaurant. Correct. It's all Dolly. Um, there was a spooky, scary number with a giant animatronic Davy Jones that scared the shit out of my baby. Um, but more, uh, most of it, she was down with. But I realized that there is a small infinitesimal chance that one of the performers. At Pirates Voyage, might listen to my brother, my brother, me, and if that is true, I want to say, if you're listening to this, it was incredible. Yeah, great job. It was a great. They bring the food out to you, um, pirate style, which I didn't know what that meant. What's that mean, Justin? So here are some they of the items. It, they that take I, it back from you by force as soon as they give I, it. I'm reciting the the menu from like the entirety of the menu from memory. Um, uh, it started with a uh, Voyager vegetable soup, which they sell a mix for in the gift shop if you would like to get some Voyager vegetable soup. And that was served with uh, buccaneer bread. All right. The, uh, the, the bowl that they had, they brought you the bowl for soup, but they, there was no spoon available. And uh, my father-in-law didn't just like left it in front of him because he couldn't, he just didn't know what he was supposed to do. What they expected you to do was drink it at, like mug-like, like a pirate. But he refused to deign to their wishes, so he just left his Voyager vegetable soup. Uh, uh, as a gentleman who's chill. played, as a gentleman who's played Captain Hook in several permutations of Peter Pan musicals in Huntington, I'm very disappointed in in Tommy's failure to commit to the bit here. They then brought out um, the uh, half a roasted cackler, which yes, what was is that? Chicken. That is chicken. That one's chicken. You're on killing that one. me. You're killing me, Pirates Voyage. That, and there was a. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Captain's BBQ roast, which is just pulled pork. Pork. Then they brought out the pirate herb basted potato, which I think was just they just put pirate. Yeah, on there. I they think couldn't think of a way to say the best one. Justin, say the best oh, one. Oh, they brought out a cabo buttery, which is what they call corn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you a guys cabo had buttery fun. and some yeah. apple oh my uh, some apple oh my eye pie. Okay. Cabo buttery, and they they brought it out in like succession. So like first they brought out the uh, potato, and that one was just there. And then they brought out the chicken like two minutes after. And I was under the impression that I I didn't know if I was supposed to be keeping pace. Like if I should be eating the like the potato better be gone by the time they get back. Um, the last thing I wanted to say is as we were leaving, there was a sign for another Dolly Parton similar thing. This was like Red Pirates versus Blue Pirates. That was actually the Crimson versus Sapphire Cruise. And they 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 had to battle each other for supremacy. Uh, as we were leaving, we saw a sign for Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede, which is a similar thing, but cowboy themed. And you have to sit on one side of the restaurant or the other to root for the north or the south. I bet that's an awkward hang right now, eh? Yeah, that's not a good hang. (laughs) I I might argue that that's never been a good hang. Yeah, Dolly. Um, I hope you all, it sounds like you had a lot of fun on your beach adventure. I had a lot of fun here down in Austin where I, um, my son got pink eye. And also I got in an Ongbok style group fight for two gallons of diesel gasoline. So it's we've been having a lot of fun down here in Austin fighting for gasoline, get pink eye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. We, I missed everything, Griffin. I wasn't able to emotionally support you. No, it's fine. Um, I wasn't I wasn't able to emotionally support you when you went to these 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 themed restaurants. I wish I could have been there for course- you through that. And of course, though I should have mentioned it before, we talked about the pirate restaurant we went to. Uh, our, our thoughts are with everybody who's affected by the hurricane. I'm, I, I don't know if anybody uh, listening was 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 affected by that. I, I have to assume at least tangentially, some people were. Yeah, abso- absolutely, some and, folks were. And uh, and 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 best of luck, and we hope you all can. Uh, you know, Texas is tough, and Griffin has taught me that. Oh, I've been, um, we've been seeing lots of that from from certain Texas politicians. Like, we're going to get that hurricane. You're not going to get the hurricane. Like, we're going to be cool and stuff, and, and, and we're going to, like, help each other re- rebuild and, and support each other or whatever, but you can't fucking kill. You understand that I can't go buy the biggest gun at Walmart and shoot the hurricane, and then the hurricane's <laughs> like, 
that every like literally every Texas Come like on, Pecos, concern, Bill, you can do it. Wrestle that yeah. hurricane. Don't mess, don't mess with Texas hurricane. You can't. The, the hurricane's not messing with Texas. It's just doing what hurricanes do. You can't go buy a fucking big big gun and shoot it into the heart of the hurricane and the hurricane dissipates. You're like, oh, have Teddy, you tried? Teddy Griffin, got have you him. tried? Did you try? Griffin, have you Did tried? You try? No, I didn't really get up to Austin enough for me to really get at the, you know, the heart of the thing, the uh, the, the they, blender at the heart of this this Jimmy Buffett hurricane. But they should probably have a different fake news feed to play during the the margarita uh, explosion. Like it would, I'm assuming that that has probably occurred to them that like sometimes parts of America, and you know what, other countries, as long as we're talking about it, Jimmy's an international star, <laughs> yeah. are being um, ravaged by hurricanes. So maybe the fake hurricane party is not always so great be all the, the best time. Taste. Should we um, get to the the meat of the matter? Uh, I believe that's in order, Griffin. This is an advice show where we take your questions and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. And uh, we're gonna start right now. I'm ready to go. I ejaculated. Oh boy. Okay. My best friend in the world moved away a little while ago. Start over. You said my breast friend, Justin. We can't. We no, talked about ejaculation for the first six minutes of the I show. I didn't. We stopped in Winston-Salem on the way back. There was a theme restaurant called Twin Peaks, and Ooh. I was so excited until I found nope. out what the Twin Peaks was referencing, and it was not a good scene for me. It was, <laughs> it was a restaurant. Uh, shall we say? Oh, okay. <laughs> just going to dive right is. into it. Justin, just ejaculated that. Please say this question. I just ejaculated that. My best friend in the world moved away a little while ago a few weeks before he left he offered me his bike that he said he didn't want anymore and didn't want to spend time and money moving i gladly took the that's just lazy by the way because you could ride it i gladly took the bike a few days before his going away party his wife asked me to bring the bike back so they could pack it Mm. when i asked my friend what the deal was I thought he gave me the bike. He said, don't worry about it and don't mention it again and I can keep the bike. The bike wasn't brought up again until recently after they had already moved halfway across the country when his wife texted me asking when I was going to send them the bike. Come on. I I told them my friend was sending the bike back but he keeps insisting I don't. His wife seems very annoyed and I have no idea what to do. Please help. That's from potential bike thief. Woof. How do you send a bike? You go roll up to it, you fucking ride it to FedEx, and you're like, do you have a big box for this? And also, I need cab fare for the ride home. Like, what the fuck? I'm just going to force gump this across the country and lead a revolution of people who are inspired by my uh, uh, insistence on pedaling a bike across the nation. This bike I, life, I, this I, bike I, life I, movement is going to be so disappointed also when you get there and you're like, I'm done because it's not mine. I have a theory as to what's going on here. Okay. Let me know what you guys think. I think that best friend wants a new bike and doesn't want to move the old bike across the country. But best friend's wife thinks that old bike is still fine, right? And doesn't see the need for new bike. So best friend tells wife, loaned it to question asker. Oh, God. And then Ooh. the plan was once they had moved, they're like, oh, we didn't get it back from, ah, best, from Question Asker. Ah, Beans, you're caught Guess up I got to get a new bike. You're, you're, you're embroiled in something so much bigger than this bike, though. Because there's, yeah. some, there's, yeah. some, there's some scandal-level deception happening in this couple. And what, what Mr. and Mrs. Agent Smith, what are, they, what are they not saying to each other? Are they going to get in a big knife fight in the kitchen when their identities are revealed over this You've bike? You've got probably. a tiny little liars scenario You've got here. a baby liars situation itty, in your head. Itty-bitty liars. Um, if you are in the middle of two people and they're telling you to do different things, and one of the people... If you don't do the thing, you'll be a thief. <laughs> you should mm-hmm. probably defer to that one. Oh, That's the one that I would. If okay. you have two options, and one of the options is you get a sick, cool new Huffy that you can take behind the Kroger and go up the the big dumpster ramp. I think that might be. That's the cool Huffy option, and I want mm-hmm. that one. Can we make that one work? Can we keep? Can we keep the? Can the Huffy stay in the picture? Yeah, but like the the thing is, whenever you visit your friends. Dylan and Vicky. Yeah. Dylan's going to be like, hey, bud. Vicky's going to be like, you're a thief. You're a bike You're a fucking thief, yeah. You stole this fucking bike. Let's talk logistics. 
Okay. Okay. The, co- the cost of shipping a bike is twice the price of buying a bike where you are. This is Correct. this is ship me a bike. I'm still so what? Nobody's ever shipped anybody a bike. You can't ship a bike. It's like shipping a a, a shipping a car. Nobody, you can't do that. They got to put them on the big truck and drive it away. What if this bike? I think we're all thinking like you know maybe you bought it at the Toys R Us or the Walmart. Maybe this bike is like a sick custom mm-hmm. job, like mm-hmm. racing with all the accessories. A West Coast you know? Customs Huffy. Yeah, it's got like streamers and like. Whatever the actual adult good version of like a baseball card and the spokes and like sure. light up wheels. It's a credit card. It's a an credit. insurance. It's insurance card. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Spokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, just the cushiest butt cushion. Mm. I think you you've already question asker. Thank you for listening. You've already fucked up pretty bad mm-hmm. uh, in not dealing with this before they moved away. But at this point, let's be honest. They're living a long distance from you. You're probably not going to maintain that relationship so well. Yeah, you're good. I think you need to. I think you need to come clean to the wife. Just throw that little pipe bomb into the relationship. <laughs> yeah, that is. This is officially your friend's problem to deal with, and, and the good, the not good, yours. The good news is, when you stir up this dookie, you got a means of exit. <laughs> you've got, hey, by the way, he's. Uh, you've been lying to each other about the bike. See ya. Pedal, 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 pedal. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe. Ooh, let me hit you with We this. should have never taught Griffin. When we were teaching Griffin to ride a bike, we should have never taught him that he had to say pedal every time that he pedaled. Although I will I will give it to you, Griffin. I do not know how Michael Winslow style one would replicate sound of bike being pedaled away. It's like. <laughs> that's right. And so maybe there's a lot of cocaine in the bike that the wife put there. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. You fucking go to fill up the tires, you overfill them. Pfft. Explosion, a cocaine explosion all over yourself. You pull off one of the handlebars when you take a, a left over that dumpster ramp behind the Kroger too hard, pops out, and just like a pixie stick you tore open, just like cocaine, 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 all Derek, over the what place. what do you mean you gave Dave the bike? The jewels are in the bike! Yeah. And then it's a whimsical cross-country bike race. <laughs> If the bike is full of cocaine, the wife is certainly horny to be taking that across state lines, eh? Seems like well, she that's why be... she wants it to ship, Justin. Yeah. Now it's on Question Asker. Oh my God! So you're saying that wife is using Question Asker as a as a drug mule? An unwilling, so unknowing. I, I, I don't know. Mule. There wasn't cocaine in it when we gave it to him. Uh. I, I don't know why he filled it up with cocaine. I don't know why he better <laughs> do that. He said he said he's doing some mountain biking and wants some more weight in it to like really grip the road. And I don't know why that weight had to come from that chunky crystal white stuff, but here we are. Here we uh, are. How about, a, how about a Yahoo? Hit me. Yeah, this one was sent in by Seth Carlson. Seth Carlson, the delivery man? Yep. All yeah. right. Sorry, I got a YouTube ad. It's a video audio playing. It's of Taylor Swift's bad new video. So let's just destroy that. Okay. Stop all flash plugins, Siri. Here's one. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user Earl the Girl asks, "What are the terms of your friendship contract?" Mm. No additional details needed or posted. You got a buddy. You got a new buddy. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't just go into that shit willy nilly. You got to protect yourself and your assets. What's the terms of your friendship contract? Hey, you're hey. Jeremy, you seem nice. I'd like you to sign some paperwork for me before we get before we go to the big baseball game. I need to get I need to protect myself and my assets in case you end up being a real jerk sword. Okay. I know one of my stipulations would have to be you have to let me know about two out of every three sick hangs. Okay. It's okay. It's okay if you want to go hang a couple times without me. But like, if I find out three times in a row there were sick hangs that came up and I was not informed about it, we're gonna have beef. And I think I think if a hang has a certain number of involved parties, once it gets mm-hmm. over like three of my buds who are all also on contract with me, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it, once once that happens, if I do not receive the the evite, then something's broken down in this process. So, what are the terms uh, of your friendship contract? I am allowed 
to get totally spooked at a scary movie we went to together, and mm. you can't post about it on Facebook uh, or make fun of don't me. Don't you dare goof on me like that. Right. You I know saw, how I get spooked? I went and saw Annabelle. Shit, my pants in the theater right there. Made a real bad soil mess right there in the theater. Don't you dare get on Twitter about that. Right. Because if you do, I'll, I'll sue you for $50,000 <laughs> for breach of contract. I think rule number one is don't fall in love. That because that's a, that's be. an issue. That's a whole that you different. You got to deal with it. Yeah. What are the terms now? Here's Yahoo Answers user Weasel McWeasel says uh, untrustworthy. Well, it's hateful. Number one, don't touch my Coca Cola. Yeah, for sure. Well, number, hold on. Number, I would number, say don't touch without permission no when would i ever give anybody permission to drink this good brown stuff number two i have the right to kill anyone that does so if you sign this whoa and and you and you touch this good brown drink and i fucking kill you then they and then i go to court and the judge is like "Ooh, i don't know about this you killed him and it's like look at the contract i had legal authority to to kill him for touching like sweet coca-cola what do you think your life is like when the best thing you have going for you is some Coca-Cola. Mm. <laughs> the most important thing in the world to me that nobody better, not my children, my but children my children or my money, my bank accounts, my social security number, my I mean, you stocks better not lay a and finger, bonds. You better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. That could we st- or is that just like accepted? That's it. That's because Bart Simpson said it. <laughs> when you tear open a package of a Butterfinger, you are you are agreeing to a contract that is printed on every Butterfinger label, which is to say, if you touch my Butterfinger, if you if the one who opens it, if they are not the one who eats it, you have legal authority to kill that second person. I just real quick, Weasel McWeasel does have a rule number three. If you drink my Coke, see rule number two. This is a Wait. little uh, redundant. I feel uh, the secret to a good contract is you got to keep it so tight. And so saying, uh, number one, don't touch my Coca-Cola. Two, I have the right to kill anyone that does. And then like having a third rule that's just like, seriously, though, number two is... Griffin, I can't fault you there because everyone knows that one of the hallmarks of contracts is how brief and easy to read they are. So, yes. Agreed. What about like, um, you're my best friend forever, like best friend forever sort of clause? Like, mm. what about like if I kill someone, you have to say I was with you at that time. That's a little. That's a lot. So what lot, if they like to kill people a lot? Yeah, <laughs> and that gets like, man, you something. hang out with Jeremy a ton. Uh, one crime committed and covered seems fair. Like, yeah. one. I feel like most of my friends could do something once. If it got like a little dextery, I mm-hmm. think I might start to have bigger issues. I just think I would want. Why are we having friendship contracts, I guess? Why can't because. we why can't we just be good to each other? That's a contract. Mm, it is. We all signed it when we were born. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> with your hand. That's with what, your little hand. That's what they do and they make you stamp your fingerprints down. Yep. And it's just and you look up and it's like, here's Griffin, twenty pound baby. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The twenty-pound baby, and he promises to just be cool about it. Uh, speaking of being cool, I think it's time for us to take a trip to the money zone. I uh, want to start off this week by telling everybody about Zip Recruiter. Are you hiring? Do you no. know where to? Yes. I'm always hiring. You never know when I might find someone else I want to enlist. I'm hiring friends. I'm, I'm hiring friends, and you can apply at ZipRecruiter.com. Really? You can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. I mean, you can't beat that. It's, it's so much easier. And get this, uh, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter to get a quality candidate through the site within one day. You can find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate result. Not immediate, probably. That would be weird. If someone replies to your job listing immediately, they have been they are probably like scoping you out. Absolutely. Like I feel like that they are they are casing you. They're casing you. That's no good. Um but right now our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. You heard me right. For free. 
Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash MyBrother. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash MyBrother. Try it for free right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash MyBrother. If, if you go to ZipRecruiter.com and you just search Griffin McElroy, very tall friend, you'll find the current opening. It's unfortunately like times are tight, and so that's the only one that we are hiring right now. And of course, the contract is like, fuck, like 600, 700 pages long. A lot of how tall? Print. How tall, Griffin? Give parameters. Um, I, so I, what I put down on the listing was as big as my refrigerator. So I left a little wiggle room there because you don't know how tall my refrigerator is. But needless to say, it's very large. I need a very tall friend to help me get the big jug up there. Okay. It's been up there for years. I don't know how I got the damn thing up there. I must have thrown it up there like a basketball or something. <laughs> but anyway, I do need a very tall friend to come over here and um, get that jug. And then if you do, maybe uh, maybe we can go see a movie or something. Is there a full-time position Something. that you're looking for? Or just well, like... I really just need you to get the big jug from on top of my tall fridge. So. How often do you need that? Uh, one time. Just one? You're not going to put it back up there? I mean, I'll be honest. I got a tall fridge and the fr- there's lots of tall shelves up in there. And there's a lot of old, stinky food up there that I just mm-hmm. can't get. And it makes the stink goes down in the cold air. And so I need somebody to help me because my produce, I just put it in there. And then it gets the stink of these, you know... Uh, cream cheese up there and uh, some bread. What if they want to go see the movie before they get the big jug off your fridge? Oh, then they'll be fired immediately because that's not what the contract says. You're right. Read the fine print. It's all fine print, baby. 700 pages of like font number four. Hey, I want to tell you all about Lyft. That's L-Y-F-T because what they do is you get in their car and then they drive you wherever the fuck. And it's simple, for, it's simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect five-star rating. It's the first rideshare platform with tipping built right into the app because getting tips shouldn't depend on your passenger having a crumpled bill in their pocket. And if you're a driver for them, you just keep 100% of the tips and they add up fast. Drivers have been paid over $200 million each. No, drivers have been paid over $200 million <laughs> since the feature was first introduced. Man, you're, you have 10 little cigarette boats there. Yeah. I made $200 million driving with Lyft. It was awesome. Uh, anyway, you uh, you can join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better if you go to lyft.com slash brother today, and you can get a $500, $500 new driver bonus. That's going to get you a little bit closer to that cigarette boat. That's lyft.com slash brother, lyft.com slash brother, limited times only. Terms do apply. Now, when you get the term cigarette boat, do you, like me, picture the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, but like cigarette shaped and a boat? I just picture a big, ugly boat where I can go and smoke my Marlboros in peace <laughs> without having, you know, but, you know, the, all of my coworkers, you know, pulling at my coat, pull, pulling at my pants, trying to pull my pants down. <laughs> Every time I every time I go to the office and I smoke my smokes right there at my desk like I should be able to do, and my coworkers just come up to me and try to rip my pants right off. So I want to get in my big old nasty barge that I bought for like thirty bucks, and then just smoke remember, it right there in the barge and then swim home. Do you guys I remember Pepsi Point boat so filled with cigarettes, and the person driving it is like so happy because they love them. <laughs> yeah, they, they love the cigarettes, stuff. and they're like. Just sailing around the pier like, I can't believe I have so many. But that's dangerous because the weather, you know, it, mm-hmm. you, you, you get any sloshing. If you get a cigarette wet, that's pretty much it for that cigarette, I feel like. Do you guys remember Pepsi Points? I always picture like a cigarette boat was a boat you bought with cigarette points. Oh, like, yeah. You smoked enough that you earned a boat with cigarettes. Yeah. Camel bought- cash. Yeah. I so I got so many koosh balls <laughs> with those camel cash dollars. I got a windbreaker just so I can show people, like, you can't believe how many I smoked for this. I like to get on my boat and show off all the fish my cigarette tricks I do. <laughs> Wait, what? Do the fish do the cigarette tricks, or you show the fish the I cigarette I show the tricks? fish the cigarette okay. tricks, you dumbass. Why would the fish do it? They got wet mouths. <laughs> The fuck stink before you talk, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Limpet out there just huffing my Marlboros, just chucking them down. What are you talking about? It's a fish. It's a hundred percent water. Good fish vape. Now fish was, can vape. Yeah, fish can go digital for okay. sure. I was within striking distance, one additional breath of beginning to speak about Mr. Limpet. I'm so happy that you took that 
burden from me. It's, I feel it really like we talk about Mr. Thank Limpet you. one in five episodes. Is that true? We talk about Mr. Limpet a lot. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. If a dolphin or a whale vaped, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is a question that uh, you can have, it's like a party game at home, like the, you know, the minister's cat. If a whale or a dolphin did vape, mm-hmm. would you plug the, the carb or whatever the fuck into their mouth or into the blowhole? Discuss. No, I think you'd have to you'd have to mouth in, blowhole out. That's weird. But that's how you get the sweet tricks, right? Like with your blowhole. But I think I think no, I think that's just not a trick. I think that's standard vaping protocol for a dolphin or whale or any blowhole equipped uh, mammal, a platypus. But I think I, has but one. I'm um, almost certain blowhole isn't an in. I don't think they can breathe in through. Well, that's blowhole. what makes it a trick, Travis. Oh. Play with me in this space, will you, for God's <laughs> sakes? They do have mouths. Why do dolphins need blowholes? Like, they have it's mouths. It's greedy. It's greedy. I mean, I I mean, I mean, guess I have a poop hole, so, like, so poop doesn't have to come out of my mouth. So go to so, like, lift.com slash brother. Lift.com slash brother. Limited time only. Terms do apply. Hey, tell me about this <laughs> Limited time part. only, and we've wasted half of it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's time's running. Time's ticking down. So... If you love sibling-based humor, which I assume you do because you're listening to this show, join the brother and sister Emma and Luke as they review every Disney Channel original movie one month at a time. That's incredible. Join us as we completely trash these movies, which are all definite classic works of cinema and hold special places in our hearts. Okay, first of all, I don't know how I feel about that because I don't think I could trash... Uh, Luck of the Irish, which I loved as a kid. Yeah, I mean, Zena Silpinis, dude. Like, this is you cannot you cannot talk shit about these DCOMs. What's the one where the youngest uh, Lawrence brother cloned himself? Clone of my own. Clone Wars. Clone of my own. No, there was one where the tiniest Lawrence cloned himself. What was it? Okay. Jesus God. And I think he did a dance with himself. <laughs> Clone of my own is like such a good name for that movie. I can't imagine that's not it. It wasn't. Mm. I'm I'm on Wikipedia. Do you hear how fucking frantically I'm typing? The other me. The other, the other me. me. Yes, of course. Um, so if you want to have uh probably better listening experience than you've just had for the last thirty seconds, you can search for their podcast DC Comedy. So D Comedy DC Disney Channel Original Movie A D. I'll just spell it D C O M E D Y. Get it? Um, in iTunes and subscribe, and then you can follow them at Twitter at D Comedy Podcast. Uh, so go check that out. Boy, they kept making. I just googled the list, and I thought I was going to know a lot of the things on this list. What with Brink and what have you, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of. They've been making a lot of stuff. They made one in 2013, just called Teen Beach Movie. You yeah. couldn't couldn't get a title going for that one, huh? Just went with Teen Beach Movie on that one. I, I was excited, uh, Timothy Amundsen, um, who was great in a bunch of things, but I was most excited when he responded to my tweets because he was in Luck of the Irish as the evil leprechaun, oh, and I no. very much enjoyed his performance. I don't think I've ever told him that. Hey, everybody, please don't tell my sort of Twitter friend, Timothy Amundsen, that I most enjoyed his performance in Luck of the Irish. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Dan, 2000. Year 2000. Year 2000. Travel back with me, will you, to the year 2000? They made fucking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve of these fucking things in one year. That's one a month. Quince, the other me. Mom's got a date with the vampire. Phantom of the Megaplex, the ultimate Christmas present. Miracle in Lane Two. Stepsister from Planet Weird. Rip Girls. Alley Cat Strike. The Color of Friendship. Up, up, and away. All of them. Two thousand. How's your Holy fucking shit. like production I saw so schedule? So many of these. We do want to encourage everybody. Make sure to advertise with your podcast with my brother, my brother, me. Because if we like your format, we'll apparently just start just do doing it. it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll okay. Xena, Girl of the 21st you. Century, was an amazing movie. And the guy who played Protozoa, I ran into him at a cafe in Yellow Fucking Springs, Ohio. Hey, you drop this weird. name, Travis. <laughs> well, I can't remember. Let me pick name. up this. Let me pick up this name for you, Trav. Protozoa. And I'll hand it right back to you. You're he such a fucking that. show off. Hollywood Travis McElroy. I was talking about Protozoa. <laughs> I was oh talking about his best friend Protozoa. God, you've you've changed. I thought you do. I thought you don't live in LA anymore. But you've changed. Always talking about Protozoa. Once a Hollywood guy, always a Hollywood guy. That's what. God, all me. these movies are incredible. 
Um, hey, I've got a personal message for Rebecca, and it's from Michael, who says, Hey, Rebecca, hey, hey, you know what? You know what? You're great. You're doing a great job of being a human being, and I'm the luckiest. Happy B-Day slash secret anniversary slash becoming a mom slash official anniversary. I can't wait to meet our baby. Oh, also, I'm in the bathroom, and we don't have any toilet paper. Can you get some? I'll wait. Now, they don't have a time, like a preferred time for this message listed here, but I assume that it's been a while, and that not only do they have a baby, but that Michael is just a skeleton in that bathroom still with poop all over his butt bones. (laughs) Hey, Londoners, do not miss out on your chance to see the Beef and Dairy Network, Jordan Jesse Go, and Judge John Hodgman live at the London Podcast Festival from September 13th through 17th. Tickets are still available, so realize what you've done wrong and fix it. Get those tickets. For more information, go to MaximumFun.org and check out the live shows on the right side of the page. Go! Do it! Uh, here's another question. I, uh, wow, we only did one. Yeah. Okay, here's the second one. Well, we talked about Protozoa for about 40 minutes, so you're not going to get a lot more content in this one, I think. I recently moved to a new city, and one day after work, I went through the drive-thru at a Dairy Queen I've never visited before. When I pulled up to the window, I immediately recognized the cashier, but I didn't know her name or how I knew her. She also expressed some similar recognition of me. We talked for a bit and determined we didn't go to a school together and are not from the same area. How do I find out who she is? Is my brain broken? That's from Lost in Louisville. How are Um, we supposed to know this? How are we supposed to possess this information? Well, I think... I, I. my suspicion is that you might be dealing with maybe like a past life scenario where you two oh. were, were like BFFs in Egypt or something. Oh. Either that or you kind of look like somebody they knew and they kind of look like somebody you knew. Okay. And memory is oh. shit. Maybe it's Christmas in New York. You mm-hmm. both tried to buy the same pair of black gloves at Blue. Okay. Place. And then you fell in love, but then you were mm-hmm. like, we can't right now. It's not a good time. And so you write down your name in love in the time of cholera mm-hmm. and you send it out there. And it's if we find it again, we're gonna con- we're gonna get back together. But then you forgot. <laughs> you, both <laughs> forgot. <laughs> you both forgot. And you're and then she got to work at Dairy Queen, you moved there, and you're like, Hey, you look familiar. Is it the serendipity? No, you said think she had a different face. All right, see ya. <laughs> and this is our movie, Fifty First Serendipities. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Travis on the way when Travis stopped at our house on the way back to his house, and I heard him determine a route uh, home based on proximity to Dairy Queen. Travis, this what's up true. with that? Hey, Travis, what's going on, bud? Um, Dairy Queen's my favorite travel food. I think I've talked about that. On you have before. not, no. Oh, well, um, Dairy Queen. Yes, yes he has, be- because the dippable chicken strips are so dippable and they're gravy-centric. Yes. And we, we lambasted him for that choice, okay. Thank you. I believe. If uh, here's the thing. Dairy Queens, to me, are a little bit mythical because I have never lived um, in what I would consider close proximity to one. And so when I see one, I get excited because it's not like a McDonald's where there's one every 10 feet. A Dairy Queen is like, oh, and like a Sonic, you know, a Dairy Queen and a Sonic, you see them, you're like, ooh, Dairy Queen, a Sonic, and you get excited. At least that's how I am. Mm-hmm. So when I'm traveling, if I'm going out of my way anyways, I like to plan my route by a Dairy Queen. There's nothing funny about it. I'm just a fan. I can take my coffee mug right now and open up my office window and throw it and hit a Dairy Queen down the street. Well. This is this is not an exotic treat to me. And in fact, I don't know how I feel about the Dairy Queen, because if I'm being honest, hot eats and cool treats... You don't. It's unfair that you get to do both. When I worked yeah, at the country, so well. when I worked at the country's best yogurt, there was a reason why we're the country's best yogurt. It's because we weren't also making chicken strips. It's because we focused on a discipline, on a craft, and we mastered it and became the best at it. I. Why did they the, ever become Terry? the world's best yogurt, Griffin? Yeah. Well, there's a there's this fucking dope spot over in Barcelona, and like we know. We all, it's actually required in the TCBY training session. You, you, you watch the video and then you, you know, practice. You got to get seven ounces on the small. You got to do nine ounces on the medium and 13 on the big. And then you got to just practice that until your hand, it's just muscle memory. Always seven ounces, always seven ounces. And then you go to Barcelona 
and you eat it's technically gelato there but holy shit you eat it and you're like oh yeah our shit sucks our shit our shit is garbage wait and, you study abroad at tcby university yeah yeah yeah. It's for uh, for like six months it's so you don't get a big head yeah so like you start thinking you're cock of the walk making the world's best yogurt but then you go to barcelona and it's like ah uh, clearly not oh i'm nothing i'm nothing i'm nothing i'm a zilch over here you know what uh dairy queen they have to uh when you get a blizzard they have to up in the blizzard in front of you or it's free that's a wild thing huh yeah. like i don't know of any other restaurants that require food-based stunts uh, when when the food is ordered, I can't think of it. It's not like when you go to <laughs> McDonald's and they're like they drop your Big Mac to show you that it stays together. <laughs> like you never have to like they they never have to at Olive Garden. They don't like take a handful of your spaghetti and throw it at the wall to show that it uh, sticks and it's properly cooked. There's a place here called Peteri's. It's a good little burger restaurant. Beats the shit out of in and out. Don't at me. And what they do is they have to take a drink of your lemonade and a bite of your burger and a bite of your fries just to prove to you it's not poison. Every time. <laughs> if they don't, it's free. If they don't, it's free, and it's also poison. Don't eat it. Uh, how, about a, how about this Yahoo that was sent free by- poison a- burgers. Uh, sent by- a- hey, They're so good, I would still fucking do it. I'm, by a- st- I'm st- Hold on, I want to hear this Yahoo very bad. I'm very worried that people have started tweeting to Timothy Amundsen that Travis didn't enjoy his performance in oh, Luck no. the Irish. No, no, no. I <laughs> That's loved my it. concern. That Travis just enjoys all your work, but not- your performance in Luck of the Irish. That is my, that's where I, my shit sucked in that Irish No, 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 I didn't. I loved it. That's when I first became a fan. I just don't want him to know that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, so I was about to read this Yahoo, but I saw one in the suggested questions sidebar, and it says, solve my Harry Potter riddle. (laughs) Hint, I'm not sure where your loyalty lies. (laughs) Keep your chin up to the royal skies. That's it. That's all this in your riddle. Your riddle sucks so bad. <laughs> your riddle sucks really, really bad. I mean, I think Can it's give the us, death give it to me one more time. It's the give it to me one more time. Uh, I'm not sure where your loyalty lies. Keep your chin up to the royal skies. Mm. He has another one. This user whose name is not appearing. Can you solve my Harry Potter-based riddle? And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven empty spots. That's it. That's all it is. It's like eleven letters. But you didn't tell me what it is. Voldemort? Is that eleven? I'm gonna assume it is. Asshole. All right. Anyway, uh, I've lost the original question. Can we end the show? No. Is no. one is sent in by Aaron Keys. Thank you, Aaron. Yahoo Answers user Anonymous is asked by Voldemort, who says, can, <laughs> I'll get you, Harry Potter. Uh, can you become a celebrity for arguing? <laughs> can you become a celebrity? I put mayonnaise on my fries. <laughs> All right. Can you become a celebrity for arguing with a celebrity on Twitter and winning? <laughs> so a lot of motherfuckers seem to think so. Oh, man. Here's, well, here's what I think about global warming, Whoopi Goldberg. And then fucking you watch the news that night. It's like, he got her. Got her. Luke James from Des Moines really burned the shit out of Whoopi today. Oh, my God. Y'all got to see this. He's getting. A, he's got a book deal. He really went to town on Whoopi's just logic here. Really jumped on all the gaps in the reasoning here of Whoopi Goldberg from Sister Act. <laughs> to be uh, fair, this, this is actually what celebrities hope nobody ever finds out, which is uh, that that that's how the mantle passes. You have to win specifically a Twitter argument. You can't like find Joaquin Phoenix in real life and be like, chocolate's better, and like that won't work. But like if online you start a fight with Joaquin Phoenix and you win, and that can be hard to prove sometimes, you gotta run it by the judges, and you win, you get to be in her too. Oh, and, you become yeah. the celebrity. Exactly. And you then Joaquin t- Phoenix is out. That's what that weird Joaquin Phoenix movie happened when he mm-hmm. got a shit done on his face. Mm-hmm. Was he had a break there because he was talking about like, I think I think pit bulls are dangerous. And somebody was like, oh, no, you didn't, Joaquin Phoenix. And then the news was like, did you hear Jeff James got Joaquin Phoenix so good, dunked on him so high, and now he's the her man. Mm-hmm. Now he's I, the her two man star. He's the Herman. Do you have to take over the career 
of the star that you beat in a Twitter Absolutely. argument. Absolutely. Sister Wild 3 it's, starring me, Griffin McElroy. It's farther than that, Justin, actually. it's You swap bodies. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, so if boy. you've ever seen a star and it was like, why why, why does it seem like Zac Efron jumps back and forth between making like Nicholas Sparks movies, but also bad grandpa? And it's because he's really bad at arguing with people on Twitter. Yeah. And so it's just like somebody else takes over his body and it's like, I'm making the new, uh, you know, the new beach movie. And then another person takes over and like, oh, I'm making a movie where I sail a boat and my little brother died. That's because he's and- always trying to start shit. He gets on Twitter and he's like, I don't know why we don't just call Pringles potato chips. And then somebody's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I'm famous. I'm going to get this fucking guy. <laughs> that is a good point, Travis. Thank you for bringing that up. If Zach Efron ever ch- tries to start an argument with you on Twitter, do not engage with him because he's trying to claw his way back up. Mm-hmm. He's trying he's starting low it, and uh uh you you should you should be careful of that cuz you yep. don't want him to be like and now I'm the assistant manager at Borders. Like, okay, well, that's fine and and now you have to be Zach Efron like in his body. You understand? Yeah. It's very confusing. Definitely. But that's why John Cusack's always trying to fight with everybody. He doesn't want to be John Cusack anymore. (laughs) I don't... There's got to be some sort of reward, either in this life or Valhalla, that you get for arguing with celebs. Because it's literally every... Dax Shepard, at Dax Shepard, great day today. No, it isn't, you fucker. Like, first and through 100th response, fuck you, Dax, it's a shitty day. Got him. Uh, Now I'm the Dax man. Like, there's got to be some reason why people are like, I've got like, I've got like, what, like five billion minutes on this earth. I'm going to spend one of them just dunking right on Dax Shepard from Punked. Like, what are we, what are you guys doing? Because there's other stuff you could be doing. You could go out and try and catch a butterfly or something and then let it go. <laughs> well, and, and Griffin, that's why it's sad. They don't want to fight you, with celebrities, go, but they go have out, to. Go out and catch a butterfly and tell them it's wrong about climate change. <laughs> That's the thing is like that it's the only way to thin the celebrity herd, Griffin, is if you fight with them and it's like, okay, that's the only way we can cycle through new movies. Like, how do you think the new Chips movie got made? Because Dax Shepard fought with someone about whether or not it was a nice day, you know? And like then Chips gets made. It's the only way we get movies. Dax don't Dax don't care. I cannot stress this enough. If you ever get in a fight with Dax Shepard or enter any celebrity name here. Dax don't care. Dax might even reply, and Dax ain't gonna care. That one's just gonna roll right off Dax's back. His 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 famous happily married back. It's Dax- been sneaking up on me lately that I think Dax Shepard might be, uh, and I don't know. I don't know anyone's mental standpoint, but he's got a pretty good deal he's doing going. Okay. On. Yeah, he's doing good. It's Dax, and so if you tweeted him saying, you know, your your thoughts about anything that Dax Shepard has very strong opinions about, which based on my only exposure to Dax these days is those di- those um, washing machine commercials he does with Kristen Bell is just uh, what a good laundry machine is. Um, he doesn't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit. I have people that I know who tweet at celebrities like, well, here's what I think of that movie you just... Ta-. He doesn't fucking care. Nobody, they don't care. They're not going to read it and care. Yeah, the the thing that di- is different about celebrities versus us, and everybody's always wondering, what's, what do they do differently? Is that they don't fucking give a shit, and they don't read their replies, and they're not saying like, well, ex- except when they are, and that gets a little uncomfortable, because sometimes they definitely do. But, oh, yeah, that's a good caveat. Sometimes, sometimes they definitely they, that, care. I, I've actually <laughs> been campaigning. I've been campaigning on this one for a while. Never tweet anything, and if someone responds to you, don't ever respond, I didn't expect you to read it. Then why did you tag them in it? Yeah, that I tagged them right d- in it. You, d- you don't have to add them if you don't, like, that's like handing me a note and then being like, I didn't expect you to read the note. You handed it to me. Just keep it in your pocket. There's a certain level of pseudo-celebrity where you read them all. And there's, I don't know anybody on this podcast who's <laughs> in that account. Not anymore. Just, not, not anymore, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I tried it. I, I, it got it to be too much at a certain point. Um, but I do still dip in there. And you know the funny thing about it is the ones that I seem to notice and remember 
are the mean ones. That's weird, isn't it? That seems weird to me. But thank you for all your kind tweets. Um, Just reading about I'm on Dak Shepard's feed right now. I'm trying to what's find. He what's what's he into? What's he up to? Doing? Let's click over. Thanks. Dak. We cannot oh, have a show where two thirds of people Dak are reading. Shepherd Dak Shepard one couldn't oh. get at Dak Shepard. Oh, who's holding? At, I'm gonna look and see what. Yeah, find Dak me the original Dak Shepard. Oh, hasn't tweeted. Just sitting on it since April Dax, 2009. Dax talked to them and on Twitter. Oh, ooh, ooh. The description is punked employee of the month without a paddle, etc. That ain't you. That is if, not if you want, Dax Shepard. Dax, if you want it, it'll just cost you one night with you, Dax Shepard. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You want this tweet? Oh, Come fuck this, Dax, please. <laughs> Come punked this butt. Punk my butt, Dax. Happy oh. birthday, happy birthday, Chris and Bell, and like a million tweets of people like, great, love this wedding, love this marriage. I don't think he, maybe he does care. I don't know. I'm, I can't, I'm so deep down the Dax hole right now. It's just, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're under the power of my voice, don't tweet at Dax Shepard. Please. But do follow him. Absolutely. He, a source of great insight and comedy. We did talk about Without a Paddle for a couple minutes a few years back, and I don't think that any of that was admissible in friendship court at nope. least i hope not tough shit dude we burnt we burnt like four bridges there dax seth the scooby-doo one <laughs> <laughs> so good on twin peaks by the way mr lillard if you're listening everybody's great all you know what i'll go i'll go on record all celebrities except the racist and terrible problematic ones are great there i said it they're all great they all make good work unless they are incredibly problematic, at which point they are not great. They're not. Not great at all. You heard it here first. And sometimes they go from the first group into the second group. And that's and if challenging. They, if, if they did, we knew it the whole time. We did, we yeah. retroactively didn't mean them. Fucking Tim Allen ejaculates into group two, and I'm like, mm, called it. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Called that one. Gotcha, Tim. I got Tim on that one. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck you, Tim. He doesn't care. He don't care. He is doesn't a, care. Is a, now, that's a man with a Twitter bio right there is Tim Allen. Um, this is so good. <laughs> Tim Allen, just his bio says, Santa? Buzz Lightyear? The Tool Man? Mike Baxter? Hey, I'm still that wisecracking kid from the Midwest looking for answers to life's big questions. <laughs> you're Buzz Lightyear. Give it time for selling drugs. You're Buzz Lightyear. You, your, your header image is Santa Claus looking lovingly at Buzz Lightyear. You are not the wisecracking kid from the Midwest. You are Santa and Buzz Lightyear and the tool man and whoever the fuck Mike Baxter is. If you look at Tim Allen's Twitter header, it is... <laughs> it's so fuck wild because it's Santa Claus in the middle and then Buzz Lightyear to the right and then a blank void to the left as if he's leaving room for another treasured character that he may create in the future. The other, treasured, the other treasured character is him, a wisecracking kid from the Midwest just looking for answers to life's big questions. My my dude, you are looking in all the wrong places because your shit sucks now, Timothy. It might have always sucked, but now you're just kind of being a little bit more public about it, sliding right into group two. I knew it. I knew. I was the one who knew about Timothy. <laughs> he also has a picture of himself as Eminem, and it says Tim and M. Uh, that's on his Twitter. There's a lot of great things lot of and great not content. so great things waiting for you. Uh, a lot Tim of bad Allen's content, Twitter. actually. Hmm. Try this. <laughs> try this. If Jimmy is from August 19th, try this. If Jimmy cracked corn and no one cares, why did we sing a song about him? Looking for answers to the big ones. Now, the questions, because that's me from the Midwest, a wisecracking kid, wanna, not Buzz Lightyear. I want to address something on his Twitter feed. He tweeted a while ago, and a lot of people addressed this. He tweeted, if we evolve from apes, why are there still apes? Okay. And some people said, uh, that's, that's not serious. He was joking. And then uh, he did the next day tweet, comedy ain't pretty, and to some, not so funny. And then on the 18th tweeted, maybe I will do the ape evolved bit at the gig and wonderful Paramount Theater in Illinois. Now, here's the thing. One of two things is possible. Either he sincerely tweeted, if we evolve from apes, why are there still apes? Or... He thought that was a hilarious joke. <laughs> and uh, the second one is more like, oh, his classic, if we evolve from apes, why are there still apes bit? 
Yeah. Well, that's how he does it. He's looking for answers to life's big questions. Questions like, if we evolve from apes, why they're still apes? And then a billion people on Twitter are like, Tool Man, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. And then he's like, okay, so that's not one of them. <laughs> that big question's still out there about the apes. You know what, though? Apparently, people got a real rise out of it. I'm going to do it at my comedy show, my bad comedy <laughs> show that you paid $30 to come see. <laughs> Doing stand-up, huh, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta see that wisecracking kid from the Midwest for $30 at Aurora, Illinois. Oh, 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 oh. People just fucking shitting their pants, screaming. Yes, <laughs> grunt more. You're not Buzz Lightyear. You're a wisecracking kid. <laughs> Is that Santa? No. Santa's here on stage with us. It's not Santa. He's Don't just be a, fooled. He's a, that's not Santa up there. That's just a humble wisecracking kid. As he's just, I think this <laughs> Look is at him ejaculate up there. Hilarious. Is that Mike Baxter, whoever the fuck that is? No. That's just Tim. <laughs> I, just Tim. I, I think that's from his whack new show that we've somehow allowed to continue for many, many years. Many years longer sh- than Last Man Standing should have been uh, standing. Um, so that's going to... If your kid looks at Tim <laughs> Allen and says, is that Santa Claus? You Things have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Things have gone desperately wrong for you as a parent. Santa Claus <laughs> is and always will be John Hammond from Jurassic Park actor, man. That uh, that's that's gonna do it for us on this episode of my brother my brother and me we hope you've enjoyed yourself uh uh and and had a good time is there anything we want to talk about this week anything oh yeah on? i need lots and lots of yahoos please because we are about to do three shows back to back this coming weekend in new york dc and boston i think tickets are all sold out on this leg um but if you want to come see us in october november uh you can still get tickets i believe for the milwaukee show i think minneapolis is Dunzo, you can you can find ticket links uh, and everything at McElroyShows.com slash tours. Is that mm-hmm. right? And yeah, uh, if you, we have other shows on that thing, including a new show that me and Rachel are doing. Well, it's sort of a revamped version of Rose Buddies that should be launching this week, which I'm very, very excited about. Excellent. Um, I uh, we wanted to uh, make uh, two quick notes about those shows this weekend. Um Sometimes at those shows, the we the tickets are released uh, at the like a very very limited number of tickets are released at the window. So uh, if you wanted to try for that, that may be a possibility. There's no guarantees; it may not happen. But I know it has happened in the past. So just so you know. Also, um, we uh, have traditionally uh, gone out after the shows to sign things and what have you. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to do that so much anymore uh, after the shows because yeah, not during these, the, these tours. It's going to be these t- real tight. It's just tough because we have shows every day, so we kind of have to go back and uh, sleep and then drive the next day. So we probably won't be hanging out after those. So I just, which I only mentioned because I don't want people to wait around thinking that we're going to be popping out to sign stuff. And I'm sorry about that, but also we're traveling with like families and stuff, and it and it gets really uh, tricky to 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 keep everybody there so late so um that is the deal with that just so y'all know uh i also wanted to let everybody know um here in cincinnati at the no theater cincinnati i am uh starting in november teaching a weekly class about podcasting called podcast 101 um and so even if you're not in cincinnati and it is already sold out in cincinnati but we're also going to be videotaping it and then uh, sending links to the videos to people who sign up. Uh, it's $100 for uh, six hour and a half long videos about podcasting. Um, if you're interested in checking out the details and maybe signing up, you can go to bit.ly forward slash podcast 101 video um, and sign up for it there. Uh, let's see. What I want to I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. John has been kind enough to let us use that song for like six years now, and I cannot imagine our show without it. So thank you, John, and the Long Winters. Oh, along with sending in Yahoo's, if you're going to be at the shows, make sure you send in regular questions too and put in the subject uh, which show you're going to be at uh, so we can we can sort them easier. I don't think I've ever promoted this on here, but um, 
the Justin and I and Travis pops in a lot too. We do videos for Polygon. If you go to polygon.com slash YouTube, you can check out all of the different videos that we do there. Justin and I have a series called Monster Factory. Uh, we play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds every Tuesday. We live stream it for like a couple hours, and Travis usually joins in in a series called Awful Squad. You can watch like a bunch of archived videos of that. It's a very, very fun little series. And that link is also youtube.com slash polygon, not the inverted one that Griffin just hit. What did I say? Polygon.com slash YouTube? Yeah. Oops, that's not right. Yeah, youtube.com slash polygon. Um, yeah, so how about that final? Wait, I have one yep. more thing. I just remembered. Quick. If you're in Cincinnati or the Cincinnati area, my friends and I uh, are organizing a puzzle-themed pub crawl um, where you go from you know bar to bar and solve puzzles and get points and compete and that kind of thing. Um, we've got one coming up September 12th. If you would like to check out all the details, you can go to puzzlecrawl.com and sign up. Okay. Um, this final one was sent in by Morgan Davey. Keep it wavy, Morgan Davey. It's Yahoo Answers user Anonymous. Um, Timothy Allen asks, is fidget spinner masculine or feminine in Spanish? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm a wise cat from the Midwest looking for answers to vice president's question. Griffin McElroy. <laughs> this is when my brother, my brother made kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Going into a bullseye interview, I know it's somebody who does amazing work, but if it's an actual conversation, I don't know where it's headed. The, absolutely. I, you're absolutely right. You said it actually better than I did, so I have to think about what that means. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these are this, this, this is the straight talk that, that you're going to get on this show. Bullseye. Creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts.